first, let me just ask, like, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, let me think here. Yeah, it's been two years now, a little over two years. Okay, cool. Um, and what, how'd you get started? <laughs> it's, it's a good story. So, uh, the weekend before I did my first open mic, uh, my sister got engaged and she's younger than me. And <laughs> uh, she gave me a lot of grief for it. So I just had a lot to say and found that open mics were a place where I could talk. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, mine's a classic breakup story. So I just wanted to get on stage and tell him the world how his penis didn't work. Um, and if nothing ever came of it, at least I did that. Uh, my brother was a comedian. I've been doing a little over, like four years, March 16th. So my brother was a comedian. I was like, this relationship is not going to work with this guy. So I'm just going to, uh, when we break up, because it's going to happen, I'm going to hang out with you and comedians, because that seems like something that would help me not be sad. And then I sat through an open mic and was like, <laughs> I am funnier than these idiots. Well, not all of them, but most of them, you know? Yes, that was definitely <laughs> Yeah, well, like I have friends that want to try it and stuff, and I'm like, look, you got to stop watching HBO specials and Netflix specials and thinking I'll never do that. You need to watch an open mic. You need to see what real amateurs look like, and then you'll be like, oh, <laughs> I can do that uh, better. So, but yeah, so yeah, it was uh, was it life changing for you when you went to your first mic? Yes, it was. Magically empowering that I could just, you know, have a place to finally stand up and get everything out that I wanted to say. For like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely came off the stage a different person than I went up, and I was not expecting that to happen. It was like, oh, I found my thing. This is it. This is what I've been looking for. This is the one. Yeah, that was powerful. That was. I mean, I've always been a fairly confident person, as far as the world could tell. So um, it just kind of made my inside confidence match what I made people think I was. So, yeah, I do really enjoy fucking with male comedians, though. Um, online, in person, they're really easy. Insult them in a way that's, that, that makes like a feminine insult, like call them a lady. Oh, you're so silly. You're such a silly goose. They hate that. That's great. Just kind of condescending them, but they can't really tell because you're just being a sweet lady. You're <laughs> a sweet lady. I'll bless your heart. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I did it with a dude last night on my friend's post. I, I called him a C-U-N-T. Uh, so I really wasn't holding back too much. But the thing I've been noticing that male comedians do that really annoys me um, and they do it more online than in person, is they just shit on your joy. Like, you post this happy post, like, oh, I got my haircut, and you obviously love your haircut, because you're smiling, you're sharing the picture, and they're just like, they start roasting you, and I'm like, why would you shit on my joy? That's, that's what he did, he shit on her joy, he shit on my friend's joy, in a time when joy is hard to find. And I just, but I said that one statement to him and he just went off. Like, he made like four or five comments before I could even make another comment. 
And I was just like, hey, buddy, settle down. Jeez, you're so silly. I was like, man, you sure are getting your panties in a bunch. I love telling them that. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Dish it right back to him. I love it. Yeah, but he just, he basically ended up just calling me a fat, lonely bitch. And I was like, yes, yes. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> An astute observation. Are you a detective? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fat. So what? Like, <laughs> no shit. I gave birth to four kids. What's your excuse, buddy? I love it. They always go to fat. I don't know why. <laughs> Just the easiest thing. Uh, this insult. Like, okay, yeah. try a little harder. <laughs> yeah, come on, insult me. Tell me something that's really good at me. Yeah, fat, lonely bitch. My profile picture is with my dog. It's a goddamn quarantine. He's not lonely right now. <laughs> yeah, like we're pretty good right now. Like we don't have our significant others, but we got our dogs, and that's probably yeah. better. <laughs> you have a significant other? I do. I've been with my boyfriend for about two years now. So he actually, I did do a date with him at an open mic. That was, that was interesting. <laughs> like your first date? It was like our second or third date. We did, um, what was it called? The syntax on the Wednesday mm. night. <laughs> Is he a comedian too? No, he's just kind of a tech geek. He liked coming out and yeah. You know, you cohabitate? Uh, we were supposed to last month, but he was just like, oh, so you're going to move in with me and my two roommates and their dog, right? No. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you live in your own apartment by yourself? I live in my brother's house right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah, me, him, and our dogs. Yeah, I think it would be better to like get a place together. If I was going to move in with somebody, we would need a fresh place. I couldn't move into theirs because um, I would never feel like it was mine. Yeah, and if they moved into mine, I would never want to share it. So we would have to. I don't know if I'm ever going to cohabitate with another human again properly. I was dating a guy when this started. We had just started dating in like January and we were taking it pretty slow, seeing each other once or twice a week. I mean, I was busy. I had comedy. To see somebody, to date somebody means that I'm choosing to not go to a mic or I'm choosing to not go watch a show. I'm choosing to not go do comedy related things in order to have a date with you. So that's been a hard time dating. I don't spend seven nights a week at the bar doing comedy stuff, but then I also have to have time to sit at home by myself. Okay, So it's hard to date. But uh, we were doing pretty good, and then, the, you know, the shit went down, and I was like, I don't really think I should be coming back and forth, and so I, I stayed there for, like, four days in a row, and that ended in a big old ball of fire. <laughs> yeah, we learned real quick we were not compatible, which, I mean, we would have figured that out eventually, but it had to be bad enough for me to walk away from my only human connection, really, right now. Like, I knew leaving his apartment that, that I, was, I was walking away from my only ability to have physical human contact. <laughs> this was over <laughs> it was that bad he couldn't handle me and roast it that was it i roasted him just a little his feelings were hurt and you had to be like what are you a baby like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. no i'm not taking any disrespect 
I did not take any disrespect. Ooh, like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. And he said, you, 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 and I was just like, oh, Lord, that's nothing compared to the disrespect I would give you if I actually was trying to hurt your feelings. Now you're just being a silly goose. Just <laughs> being a silly goose. Uh, you silly goose. I was just playing. I was just playing. I don't even remember what it was I roasted him about. It just came out of my mouth. I didn't even talk to it. I was high. Yeah, I just, men are so weak a lot of the times. In my experience, at least the ones I'm attracted to for some reason. I don't know why. It's not like I'm the biggest, baddest, strongest bitch there is. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of guys are just attracted to things they don't have. And so when they see someone as confident and strong and resilient as you, they're just like, I want, I want that in my life. But then they're yeah. not. Indeed. Yeah, it's something that thinks that they don't. They, they say they want, but they don't, then they get it, and they're like, oh, I really hate it when women are passionate aggressive, and they're like, I'm fine. I'm just going to tell me what's wrong. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you sure you want to open that box? <laughs> you want me to tell you exactly what I feel when I feel it? No, you don't. Trust me. It does, they never do. They're never like, I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird fucking time. <laughs> Do you work full time still or from home? I am actually still working. I'm an essential worker. I'm working at a daycare right now. Oh, I'd love yeah, to work in a daycare. Yeah, it's it's really fun and all the girls are sweet. I'd like the babies. Do you work with babies? They're cute too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. One kid didn't get his nap in, and he was just so emotional today. I'm like, I don't know how to deal with you. So I'm just scooping you up and just kicking and screaming. I love kids. They give me hope and joy. They really do, baby. Like you can't, like I can't look at a baby and not just have hope for the future. Do you have any other like talents or art? I guess basketball, if you want to count a talent. I, yeah. I played in college. I coach at George Washington, or I did, anyway. We'll see yeah. next season goes. I could see that. I could see you in basketball for sure. Yeah, I have nothing. I have no other, like, artistic or abilities. Um, I used to be, like, a writer. I'm trying to get back into that. I sh people are like, well, you have all this time. I'm like, but my brain isn't functioning right. You know what I mean? Like, right? Most days, my brain is just like a fog. Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't even think clear. All right. Just want to stay in bed because, you know what? What's your name? <laughs> yeah, I slept till 3 p.m. today. I mean, I didn't go to sleep till 3 a.m., but I woke up at like, I don't know, 11, a reasonable time to get up for going to bed at 3. And I was like, why? That's <laughs> me. <laughs> There's nothing. I have nothing. I don't. I'm not working. Um, I could be door dashing, but I'm not. If I get in a financial position where I absolutely need to, I will. But it's not worth the risk if I don't need to. 
yeah, I'm not working. I have no significant other. I have my dog. That's it, man. I got nothing. I mean, I'm working on um, a new website for Colorado Comedy. Yeah. Colorado Comedy Connect. Um, it's going to be geared more towards, like, audiences versus touring comedians and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, yeah, you got your show coming up in a little bit. I think I actually sit down as an event. It's really fun, though. It's, it's interactive. Just the, the audience gets to... There's a chat room and you can just like roast people and talk shit and they don't know who you are. Man, I was fucking with some good last week. It was uh, Jacob. I can't remember Jacob's last name. Pretty young guy. You know what I'm talking about, Jacob? He's young. He's pretty. He does the red room comedy. No, not Nelson. Jeff Nelson. Who is your crush in comedy? Not Jeff Nelson. Jeff Nelson is an older good looking guy. He's not young. Like. No. <laughs> At least 35, I think. He is pretty. I asked him out once. He just ignored it. He, he, he mercifully, 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 I can't say we're right, just left me on red, which is fine. I didn't like to ask him out. I was just like, hey, we should hang out from food. I knew I was, I was flying too high, but a, a male comedian told me I should. Why would I listen to him? Anyway, let's see, who else are my comedy crushes? But if I hit on them and they don't like me back, they're no longer a crush. <laughs> so sorry, Jeff. Um, Mitch Jones. Mitch Jones. He knows. I did also ask. I straight up asked him out when he had. He was dating somebody, and I don't know if he still is, but I'm not asking again. Uh, he was super nice. I've seen him since. Everything's fine. I didn't make it weird. But I. He 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 turned me down. But I still. I've had a crush on him for a long time. Just like before I started comedy, uh, or like right after. I think it's all my current crushes. There's one more, but I actually do like him and in trying to trying to play like, it. Trying to play it cool. So I'm not gonna name him yet. It's okay. not over. I haven't asked him out yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's really hard though with male comedians because they're not gonna ask you out most of the time. And rightfully so, they're scared, you know? <laughs> Most of them are very socially awkward, at least the ones I like, my thing. You can't, like, you have to be, like, blatant. You can't try to, like, casually ask them out. you got to be like, you, me, go on a date. Right, got to spell it out. Otherwise, they're just like, oh, we're just being friends, right? We're going to work on jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not real good at that. I'm not real good at, like, I've been online dating Primarily since 2006, I've had one long-term relationship that wasn't due to online dating. That was a friend of a friend. Um, but it is as terribly as the rest. But yeah, I met my boyfriend on OkCupid, and I have been yeah. on Tinder and Bumble, all that stuff before. <laughs> yeah, I was back like 2006. I'm trying to remember the name. It was like SinglesNet.com. Oh man. Yeah. And then there was plenty of fish. I would say OkCupid's okay, probably my favorite. Just the question. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what you can comment on something in particular on their profile to start a conversation. Yeah, you can learn so many red flags that you may never have known. Okay, fantasy. Do you want to be cut during sex? You know. 
And you'd have to be on that for a while to like get into those really deep, dark questions. They may never know. Like if I were dating someone and they had fantasies of raping a woman, they would not share that with me. Or if they wanted to be cut during sex, they would know I'm not going to be into that, and they would not share that with me. I just wouldn't even know. Just like whoop out like a pocket knife. <laughs> you into this? Let's get no. Ready. Okay, good. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say no. <laughs> I don't even know how to date now, though. I don't even know anything about people. I know nothing. They can't just walk up to me and ask me out. I don't know anything about you. Like, I like what I know so far. Like, is that not good enough? And then the dates for everything else, hopefully. Like that happens. Nobody hits on me. Nobody asks me out. Nobody hits on me, male, female, or otherwise. I am pansexual, so I say that that just means I can be rejected by everyone. Nobody hits on me. They used to. All these female comedians are all like, oh, I'm so sick of the dudes trying to suck me. I'm like, (laughs) no one's trying to fuck me, and I'll fuck everyone. (laughs) Bullshit. I'm not picky. Uh, what what I find the most interesting is like when I started comedy, all my jokes were like pervy sex jokes, right? And like nobody did hit on me. But then when I started telling jokes about wanting a boyfriend and and wanting a relationship, then people did actually try to they just tried to fuck me though. Nobody was like, I was like, why are you trying to fuck me now? Like, <laughs> right? Do you like that cling on in the morning after? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You think I'm joking, but I'm not, okay? You do not want to fuck with this unless you are serious. Because I will like you. And then when you don't like me back, oh, yo, I will block you and then you go off. Let's just keep stirring the pot and calling it a No, I, I really like... There are very few people in the comedy scene that I would be interested in actually having a relationship with. <laughs> right now, I can only think of the one. There's only one that's actually a comedian. You know, there's one. Of all the hundreds of comedians there are, there is one that I could be like, you know, I can see myself with him. Uh, it's really easy to have a crush on a comedian, though, because they put out so much content. I'll admit, for a while, I was kind of a groupie for, uh, for Nate Earl. <laughs> Nate Earl? I just love his comedy, and it was just so, I don't know, I just feel like it was the same wavelength with me. And, Let's see if like, <laughs> Nate Earl and I actually matched on OKCupid when I first moved here, and then I found him on Facebook, we became Facebook friends, and then nothing. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> Nothing came of it. We saw each other in person and then didn't even, like, didn't even talk. We just, like, nodded. Like, what's up? <laughs> Nothing happened. Not even the just, like, across the room? Like, did I, did I match with you? No. We did not acknowledge it at all oh. in person. We were just like, hey, what's up? What's up? That's it. <laughs> what's up, dude? 
because you got these two like socially awkward people, you know, someone has to be able to make the first move. Right. <laughs> if I don't drink anymore, really, if I was drinking, I was super drunk and hit on Oren. Very nice to know. Oh, good. I'm sure it's not the first time he's been hit on by a drunk lady. So. No, no. But I was like, I said, oh, great. Now I can't come to the mic anymore. He's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I was really drunk. He got me drunk. <laughs> he was the bartender. Right, right. He's the bartender. Yeah. It wasn't at a mic, though. It was just like a Friday night. Occasionally, I go up and get drunk on Friday nights, or I used to, occasionally. But that's the last time I actually got drunk. Because I didn't just hit on him, I also hit on another guy. Like, I got turned down by Orm and thought, let's give this other dude a shot that's like a, a friend of a friend in another, like, non-comedy circle, who also turned me down. Aww. I know. So it's like, you know what? This is not worth it. I never hit it on anyone ever again. I don't know what's going to happen with my hair in dating now. We'll see. Well, I do have a bunch of crazy wigs here. If you ever want to maintain one, <laughs> I don't know how to. I can maintain a what? Maintain a uh, what? I have a bunch of wigs. Oh. <laughs> wigs annoy me. Yeah, they're pretty itchy. I have thought about like getting a really good wig. And like just seeing how the world treats me with long hair. Because I've never had long hair really as an adult. Mm. See if I get hit on. <laughs> just like, are we alone now? No, good. Now you tell them you're crazy, but then they don't believe you. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, that's just quirky. That's all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm actually, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm such a sweetheart until they make me mad. You know? I really am. I just want to be gushy and sweet and cuddly. Yeah. But sometimes I just won't allow it. Stupid. I wish I was a lesbian. <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. All right, maybe let's zoom be a learning moment for me. So, lesbian versus pansexual. Yeah, I, uh, I will, I will have sex with any gender, but I only fall in love with men, whether they're trans men or cisgender men, doesn't matter. But they, they have to be man, a man. Uh, historically. I'm not saying I could never fall in love with a woman, but I've yet to ever be with a woman and actually get like, like I love women, like I love my friends, but like that romantic kind of like, I want to cuddle and walk down the street holding your hand and take you home to my mama. You know, I've never felt that way about a woman ever. I wish I could It'd make life so much easier because men suck. And women are amazing. Even the good ones, you know, they're so some shit you gotta tolerate. Here, a minimum, you gotta deal with balls, you know.
Balls. I like peanuts, but balls. They're they're hard to they're hard to love. Yeah, that part. Yeah. I know women that love balls. I know a woman that likes saggy balls. Good for them. Yeah, she's my aunt, so I didn't really ask her to, you know, elaborate, elab, you know, go for in further detail of why she enjoys saggy balls. Uh, but she did say that once at a family gathering. And then sometimes I, that's, those are the moments I regret being so, like, open with the way I talk. Because then people feel like they can be open with me. No. Or they think they can talk dirty. When I come off stage, they think they can talk, like, about sex with me and stuff, because I just talked about it on stage. You talking about sex on stage? Yeah, I know. That's where I like to talk about it, not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I remember those talks growing up. My mom was giving me the sex talk when I was like seven or eight, and I'm just like, I hate this. Was she very clinical? Um, I don't know. If she was like particularly clinical. I think she's just very blunt. Yeah, my mom was super clinical. Like the penis gets erect and is inserted in the vagina. She did this motion. Um, and then she did, I do remember her talking about semen and fallopian tubes, but I was like five or six. Oh, God. So I kind of blacked out, you know, after she did this. In my head, though, first of all, she made it sound like it was physically impossible if you weren't married, like it just didn't even work. And then for me, in my head, it was like, and then that was it. And then there was a baby. Yeah, like, right, like not like 15 minutes of that or like two minutes and, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that would be pleasurable. I, I had no idea that it was pleasurable. It just, and then the first time I actually saw the act of sex, because uh, my friend's dad left their Playboy channel unlocked and we got up in the middle of the night to go watch TV. Uh, I was like nine, I think, 10, maybe fourth grade. Yeah, it was fourth grade. So we turn on the TV, and it's just the Playboy channel immediately. And we don't look away right away. And it was Ron um, Jeremy. Oh, huge. Harry, 1988 Bush, you know. And the, it was the worst possible one I could have been exposed to, because this chick was just, like, screaming. Like, when he would touch her nipple, she would just, like, scream. And then she was on top of him, just, like, writhing around like a demon. Uh, just screaming, um, and I thought that's what sex was, and I knew you had to have sex to have babies, and I was like, I'm I'm never going to have babies, because I can't do that. Oh, man, yeah, I have a hard time watching porn, because, like, the, the girl always pisses me off. They're just making some crazy noises, or, like, bleeding like a sheep. I mute it. I don't even need the sound. It distracts me. I should do that. But, uh, yeah, I need it. Which sucks, because I do like the sex sounds. Like, not that the humans are making, but that their bodies are making. Right, right. The mac and cheese, the classic. You know? <laughs> I want to hear that, but I don't want to hear, ah, ah, ah. Like, that's not real. Like fantastic acting. That's that's it. Don't they look at the camera and make eye contact with you? Oh man, no. 
I'm a fly on a wall. I do not exist. That's why I like lesbian porn. Like, porn that's actually made for lesbians. Because, like, two women having sex for men is not how women have sex. They're not like, ah, making sure you can see everything. Ah, you know what I mean? It's not how it works, man. And so, like, you can tell when it's actually, like, lesbian porn made for lesbians. I have a favorite, Sin Sage. She's not a lesbian, but she does a lot of lesbian porn. And I like, I like her, I like her a lot. I used to just be into, I used to only watch lesbian porn. But, you know, it's evolved over time. I've been trying to not watch porn through this because I'm afraid of where it might end up. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like how porn addiction kind of starts and then you just need more of a fix and then it just goes into some crazy. Yeah, I'm already into some weird shit, like dang, dang cream pies, you know? Well, that sounds normal. Yeah, the more semen, the better. (laughs) The more semen, I've got a complete, you know, 180. The more semen, the better in my porn now. I don't don't know why. I haven't thought too much about why. Right, because that's some Freudian stuff. I would never participate in a gang bang. Yeah, I don't think I would either. It seems like I don't have that much stamina. I'm 42, you know? I like to get on, get off, and go to bed. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have it in me to satisfy six men. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds exhausting, you know? They just skip to the end in real life, you know? <laughs> just like both just tired on the bed, like, what's on TV? You order takeout. <laughs> Yeah, who watches all 45 minutes of a, you know what I mean? <laughs> Does anybody actually watch all the porn? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that happens. In the last five minutes. Especially these ones where they're like interviewing the girl fully clothed beforehand. Oh, the couch interview or whatever. I can't get to know this girl's personality. I might be too concerned for her, you know? No, it's just skip to the end. Have you heard my joke about my son looking at porn? No, I don't think my kid joke. Yeah, he uh, he Googled naked girls when he was seven. You know, I, I, I sat him down. I was like, look, buddy, a lot of those women have been abused. They're on drugs. They're just not happy to be doing that. And he said, well, they look pretty happy in the videos. I just put a password on a computer and never talked about it again. It's a true story. I did it. I didn't know what to do. He was seven. I wasn't prepared to deal with this yet, you know? Um... And for some reason, I didn't think that he was looking at videos. I thought he was just looking at naked pictures of women, because that's all I saw. But I didn't delve too deeply into the internet history. And I was like, oh, my God, he saw videos at seven. Seven. We've talked about now. He's 19. And he said that he was actually trying to look at pictures of little girls. You know, like, because he's a kid. You know? He was seven. He wanted to see what a seven-year-old little girl looked like naked, like the kids in his class. Like, he just, just, it wasn't even a sexual thing. He was just curious if they had the same, they looked like he did. And then he found some fun things. Wow. Yeah. So innocent in the beginning. Yeah, it was, it was fun. 
ruined porn for me for a while. I couldn't watch porn without being like, did he watch this video? All right. Well, Megan, I'm going to let you go. Super fun. Thank you. Normally, I'd be like, do you have any upcoming shows? Um, <laughs> so. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Okay. And, uh, I hope, hope to see you around soon. I know. I miss comedy. I miss you guys. I miss just hanging out with the mics and smoking weed outside. Not even just at first, it was like, I miss being on stage, you know? Like, I just want to hang outside the mic. Can I just hang outside a mic? Can, can we just hang out and talk? That's where it's fun, yeah. Mm. There's always just smoking and joking out there. Smoking and joking. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. Have a good evening. Have a good Bye. Day.